Welcome to South Harmon. Huh? Welcome to South Harmon. Hey, welcome to South Harmon. We glad you here today. Another AMA. Ask me anything. Super chat is cool if you wanna pay to play. Like and subscribe, that's what we really appreciate. Let me introduce you to the tear down king. Mike McNutty, that's your questions, he'll answer anything. ATM, you know I don't put them graphics on the screen. Glad you tapped in now, stay tapped in for the team. Hey, everything is posted. Go follow the socials. South Harmon FF tag us if we get noticed. Welcome to South Harmon, we glad you here today. Welcome to South Harmon, we glad you here today. Another AMA. Welcome to South Harmon, we glad you here today. Yeah. Wednesday night. Yeah. Coming to you live from KFN, playing all the hits from the 80s, 90s, and 2000s. Fuck with y'all. What's up, <laughs> Wednesday night, AMA? How you doing, Adam? I'm doing we back. Are you kidding me? How am I doing? It's AMA day, man. I'm. This is as exciting as exciting gets, man. This is it right here. AMA. Let's fucking yes, go. Sir. You know? Yes, sir. And by the thumbnail, the show title, we announcement. Bow. Even got the website locked up. Let's go. Let's, Let's go. It. Yes. Team reviews are now live. If you would like to purchase a team review from Eric, myself, Adam, Koopa Troopa, the Warp God. You have the ability to do it, so go on around, check it out, put in a submission. Uh, we do under promise and over deliver. <laughs> I think it says on there thirty minutes. Uh, that's just kind of the baseline to cover our ass. But uh, Adam and myself have been known to go past deadlines. AMA is only supposed to be an hour, and I can't tell you the last time we had a one-hour AMA. <laughs> Never. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think even our one-hour AMAs were even one hour. They're like you know, hour ten or some shit. We like we like more of the two hours, hour and a half minimums, you know. Dynasty team reviews, yes, yeah, I I do actually uh, really really enjoy breaking down teams. Mm-hmm. We got a pretty good track record uh, when it was a Savage only in our Patreon uh, benefits of getting deals done. <laughs> right? yeah. So you can do it pre-recorded. Uh, we'll look through all your information. Look at your team, look at your league, your roster, all the settings, everything. Give you some advice, or you can join us. There's the option for that as well. Mm-hmm. Come on live. We yeah. bullshit back and forth. Really dive into it and get deep. But DynastyTeamReview.com is available, and I'm sure I'm going to make it accessible too. I did notice that on our SouthHarmonFF.com page. It's a little touchy to get to from yeah. there. Mm-hmm. This is the easiest way, but we should also we should also get that fixed. Well, I mean, you know, first day, you know, first day is not the the last day, right? Rome wasn't built in a day. Um, That's true. That's South Harmon isn't built in a day. It's been a lot of days, a lot of AMAs. But yeah, check that out. Dynasty Team Review is the easiest way to get there. Um, or if you're on the SouthHarmonFF.com forward slash, uh, I forget exactly what it is. Use this website for now. <laughs> How about that? How about that, man? Use this one for now. It's right here, right here for you. All right. Um, simple. Right? I will yes. say too with the uh, the reviews, man. If you if you come to it live with us, Mike was just talking about our rapport with helping you get a deal done on on this time that you're doing it with us. 
shit, the last time I did it, Mike, I was four in a, four in a row, and I got at least one done with everybody um, within 24 hours. That was pretty pretty crazy, actually. That's a hell of a record. Miss miss that shit. Um, now I don't know how they did. I, how those teams did, I'm not going to promise anything. But trades got done. All right, trades got done. <laughs> It's better than uh, trying to do a team review for Jag and fighting Mellow for six hours. Koopa says he's working on making it less touchy. Um, Koopa's the goat. Koopa's yeah, the goat. He sure is. By the way, Billy he's says a, he's got his glass of scotch. Let's go. Let's get to it, Billy. I'm with you. Let's, ya. Do Let's it. go. Adam. Yes, sir. Besides our big announcement, the NFL yeah. had a big announcement, specifically the Los Angeles Chargers. Jim Harbaugh coming back <laughs> to the NFL, next head coach of the Los Angeles Chargers. Initial thoughts and impressions for dynasty fantasy football purposes. Good, bad, indifferent, don't care. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm I guess I'm kind of indifferent to be honest with you, uh, until I see like what that really looks like because I, I, the Chargers were not good as a team, but I, I we all wanted that coach out of there, Staley. But like he also I don't think was horrible for fantasy purposes and I don't we were talking offset. I don't. I don't really know that this is a huge boost for Herbert. Like people may act like it is. So I guess that's kind of my my hesitation. You know. Yeah, mine too. Uh, I did see some initial reactions. People were thrilled for for Herbert. Like uh, for whatever reason, Jim Harbaugh still carries that quarterback whisperer thing, and he's been like banking on that since Andrew Luck. Now, JJ McCarthy <laughs> yet to be seen. Um, like I don't. You know my feelings on it. I don't really know what to think of McCarthy. He's got yeah. tools. He's a super tough evaluation, honestly. Right. But outside of that, man, name me another Jim Harbaugh quarterback that got you excited, right? You can, I guess you can point the NFL and Kaepernick. Like, Kaepernick had a hell of a run there, but vastly, vastly different style than Luck or Herbert. <laughs> That's a dude who – doesn't he still hold the NFL rushing record for in a playoff game? Like that Packers game, he absolutely fucking nuked them. Um, you know that's a good question. I was, I, I think so, but because um, I feel like I would remember someone breaking it, and I don't. Uh, at least for the quarterback, he was a quarterback record. Right, it was like 180, 200 yards. If I, I you have Let's to see. find the exact one. I'm it pulling it up. I'm pulling it up right now. Yeah. You got 181. Nice 181. 181. Yeah, you got that nice little Clay Matthews cheap shot back in the day. But ever since then, man, since he was at Michigan, uh, Jake Rudock, woof, former Iowa quarterback, Wilton Spate, remember that big tank? He was ass. <laughs> oh, someone's saying, Korn. someone's saying Andrew Luck. That's all we got. <laughs> That's all we got. Cade McNamara, now at Iowa, woof. Yep. Woof. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I guess I would say, though, like, it's still, like, to me, Herbert's been great. Um now, the one concern I have with Herbert is what is his weapons going to look like, right? We hope that yeah. at five they give him somebody, whether they go Brock Bowers or one of these receivers. God, we pray that's at least get, at least do that for us, right? Um, because we don't know what's going to happen. The contracts of Keenan Allen, the contracts of Mike Williams, they're kind of in a little bit of cap mayhem, if Hell. you will. Yeah. Yes. So. Hell. Um, I still, I just think that Herbert's talent still is going to win out overall. Uh, he's extremely talented and one of those quarterbacks that I think it, uh, it would be better to give him more weapons than he currently has and what he has right currently. But I, I think his talent will win out. I think he'll be okay even if the weapons aren't the greatest. It'll be interesting to see too. Uh, you know, just the day and age. Do we get like uh, maybe a little Blake Corum in the third round to the Chargers? Because <laughs> you know Harbaugh's going to want to crank up that running game. 
Maybe that's his thing. I mean, it, I, I wouldn't. Playing old wouldn't, Blake in? wouldn't shock me. I mean, he, he, Eckler looked uh, cooked, honestly, late in the year, right? Yeah. Very yeah, much he's so. He's probably out for sure. We'll see. We will see. I don't, um, think, I don't think anybody thinks Josh Kelly or Isaiah Spiller are the answer. <laughs> I mean, we, we once stand for Isaiah Spiller, but those days are long long gone, right? Uh, he has not looked good with his opportunities. Unfortunately. Love the kid. Love his dad. Dad's really good, big uh, social media presence. Pretty cool guy. Um, loved the talent, but had never done anything with it in the NFL. Right? No. Whoops. <clears throat> Missed by us, huh? Yeah, and What's up, Mr. the other Flame? big announcement today. Go ahead. Sleeper added rookies today. I was just Adam. about to say that that is um that was where my my thumbnail was gonna go, and then we decided we're gonna unveil this. But listen, man, pretty cool. We got the rookies in hella early. Mike, the only thing I'll say about this though is that now the um the like ADP that we typically look at, and we say that the players are almost guaranteed to go earlier than the picks now because there's gonna be so. The- there's going to be so few drafts. that I think there's like 40 or 45 drafts right now that have done placeholders. Nobody, Nobody's going to draft placeholders anymore, I can't imagine. So um, we, won't, we won't have as much to track on that front as far as pick, like drafting the pick versus drafting the players, I don't think, anymore. Yep. Um, here's, a, here's a great thing too, Adam. This is just so everybody knows now, so we get a, a good we, – we figured out this year, right, uh, when uh, leagues update, like when trade deadlines lock, right? And it's a uh, it's about an hour and a half, right? We figured that out on an AMA <laughs> with a question yeah. one time. Like yeah, the inner workings sure. of sleeper. Now I think we can officially say about the end of January, sometime between the twenty second, you know, and the twenty sixth, they had rookies. This is three years in a row. It's same date, same date. So uh, they're pretty consistent over there at sleeper. Now if they just be consistent and fucking answer me and put. <laughs> college players in and let's get c2c and debbie leagues cranked up then we'll be golden all right yeah but until then still got a bone to pick with him i think we're on day 53 now <laughs> 53 I, fucking day sleeper 53. mike i'm not i'm not i don't like to tell you i can predict the future um but i can i feel pretty strong that you're gonna get that number pretty high you know and i love you to death for it because it's gonna keep coming we know that it's not gonna stop but I think what you're telling me is I need to turn up the heat, all right? It's cold. I, I think that's a good way for you to internalize what I wasn't saying, but I like it. I like where your head's at, you know? <laughs> Keeping a positive mindset here. Adam's telling I'm, me I need to try harder. I want to see you, I want to see you succeed, so I need, you know, it's time to up the game. All right. By the way, super chat, speaking of upping the game. Tyler, we appreciate What's it, up, man. Tyler. 12 team, start 10, super flex, half point, tight end premium. All right, so he's got AR 15, how Romeo Dobbs, uh, Traylon Burks, Michael Wilson, J-Mo, Judy, two late first, three mid-seconds, 7.25 first, 6.25 seconds. Are you just tanking this team? This is mid-startup. Um, yeah, I mean, listen, the, you, you, without moving all those 7.25s, you, this team is miles from co- competing. I mean, yeah, miles. Right. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that, right? Like, I think at this point you just kind of accept – Instead of trying to, you know, swim upstream, go ahead and just swim on downstream. We'll catch you a little bit later on. So you listed out a lot of pieces there for me, Tyler. I'll go through every single one of them that I really like. Foundation piece for you. There's one. Anthony Richardson. There's one. End of list. Right, there's one. (laughs) End of list. (laughs) Dobbs, Burks, Michael Wilson, J-Mo, Judy, Howell, 
No. Uh, two late first this year is nice. Mid-second school. All those 25 first. Your, your bread is buttered. You're hoping somebody buys a JMO, a Judy, Michael Wilson, you know, when somebody's like, hey, you should trade a second for Michael Wilson. Bet. I got Michael Wilson. Give me that second. Snatch yeah. it up. Dobbs, yep. Burks, same shit. Um, you're just looking to move pieces. Sam Howe, if he gets a backup role, ends up starting at some point in the 24 season. You move his ass. Like, here we go. This is You're playing for 25, and actually you're probably playing for 26, but you're, uh, you're just in the uh, value acquisition game right now. So keep it going. Keep it going. All don't, right. Don't he, try he, to don't try to pivot too fast. Quick, quick uh, follow up or additional piece here. A league like this, though, what do you do next season? Nobody will have anything to trade uh, for picks wise. So, go ahead, Mike. I'll let you start. I hear you. I see you. No, ready no, to you rock. speak on it because you're the expert with the uh, the twelve first round picks and <laughs> shit. The OG shit league, bro. Well, all right. I would just say that you know you have the seven. I I'll keep acquiring if necessary. Um, the one thing is if if you acquire past seven, right? People say, well, you, you at a certain point, you're out leveraging yourself. The, the thing is, you're guaranteeing the early first, right? And you're locking up all the ones that are highly valued. The 25 class as a whole isn't, uh, doesn't look the greatest, but we went through and did an exercise. We did a um, one of our 40 chest uh, podcast mics. Remember, we had, we went through multiple years in a row of rookie drafts and said, if you, even if you got stuck with every one of them, typically each class, even the ones we say are bad, you're going to have plenty of value um, to extract. My, my my thing though with this is I'm what Mike said is key. I'm gonna keep getting 26 first too if people will actually trade those away if they're devalued enough, and then I'm drafting players in the 25. I'm kind of moving them around, seeing if I can move some of the 25 picks actually for players for teams that need to rebuild. That's the thing you have to remember. There's gonna be some teams that have leveraged out their picks that are dumpster fires. Like once you get past half of the league, remember there's gonna be some terrible teams that don't have draft capital. So you can kind of move picks to them and try to you know extract away their contend now pieces so i'm doing a combination of that in the 25 draft time and the offseason next year backloading with 26 picks when i can because now you can move those in during the 25 season if you want to compete then if not like mike said by 26 this rebuild will be stupid um if you were to go two years of rebuilding just isn't as fun just just make sure you don't whatever you do don't push your picks in too early and that's what we're saying right now don't start using these 25 first to try to make this team good that's going to end up antithetical long term and right now honestly i think yeah just uh keep that alpha mentality tyler that's <laughs> kind of what you got to approach it as and i watched i watched this guy do it in the league that i'm in right now i didn't participate in helping him establish the alpha mm-hmm. uh but i watched other people who are very alpha personality people cave to this man and just gift him vets to build this super team <laughs> because He's the only person to see about draft capital. That's they a, couldn't go to me. I ain't that, got any. <laughs> that's the that's the thing you got to remember, um, Tyler. Is that if you get the more you get, you're the only shop in town. You're the only place that if people have to rebuild, they can really go through as far as picks. Otherwise, they're going to end up going to get you know face planners, guys that are old names or you know rookies that once had name value, but they're really not worth that anymore. So yeah, just think of it like you're the government and you're giving out student loans. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> What the there fuck you did go. you do? Not pay? There you go. <laughs> Just act like that, man. You're, you're FASFA. <laughs> I love that FASFA. Oh, I like how the I like how they kick it off too with the free right, like free application. Absolutely, it is a it's a, 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 a application. You know, 
That's where it's, that's where the stops being free. You know, once you apply. Be fast foot, Tyler. Uh, Trip Crown, appreciate it. He says thanks for the content, Mike and Adam. Highly detailed was a great touch. Appreciate it. Keep them coming. Uh, we got man, look at all these. We got D Bros in the house. Let's go, D Bro. Oh, by that? the way, I saw his tweet on this and need some Jason Kel- Kelsey type vids from Mike Daly to Sleeper. I love that. Did you? Ooh. The Jason Kelsey, uh, that shit was hilarious, man. Like the pure the pure energy off. out of him. He just he just lets it be what it is. You know, he doesn't care. Unfortunately, though, like I may be bearded, but I'm bald up top, and Adam can <clears> attest to this because. Uh, you know, he sees me multiple times without a shirt on. I ain't got a lot of chest hair, right? Like, I'm not it's a hairy right. dude. Listen, it, you just, you let it be what it is. You let, you let the, it's a shame. What, what'd you just say about, you know, what you do in the rebuild situation? Establish the alpha. Like, just, <laughs> just don't cave, all right? You just keep being that alpha until someone else does. You're so good. what you're telling me is take magic marker. Yes, <laughs> all over you. Paint, Sharpie, whatever needs to be. Boy, Absolutely. Look Slavic. Love it. Yeah, I'm with you. All right, <laughs> that's awesome. All right, Nick Poltz has a uh, Nick Politz has a question. Um, okay, twelve team single quarterback uh, start nine lineup. I have Hertz, CMC, CD, AJ Brown, Puka, DJM, and Kelsey locked into my lineup. Swift, Connor, Pollard, Warren, Hollywood um, for RB two. Well, Hollywood's not for RB two. Oh, and last flex, I see. Okay, um, is there a question though? Yeah. Okay. Can I realistically liquidate and consolidate now, or should I wait for free agency to try and sell my non-studs? Mm. All right. Good question. Let's go back and pull up the non-studs. Swift, right. Connor, Pollard, Warren, Hollywood, and the last flex. What do you think, Mike? Yeah. Yeah. You can. You can. You can move a Swift, a Connor, a Pollard, Warren, Hollywood. You can liquidate those and then buy back equal-ish stuff but he, he's saying like do you think it's realistic to try to really go push and shop these now or do you think it's better to wait till free agency and we have more clarity it is really league specific um you got to have those suckers in your league right uh there's going to be a billion off-season threads about you know hey deandre swift do you like you guys should uh you should go buy deandre swift because of here's some metrics for you like here's some stuff <laughs> that i really like cool you want to give me some deandre swift fucking prices right now buddy go ahead you take them. You hold all the risk. I'm going to take this nice liquid asset that I can move and play around with and maybe increase uh, another spot on my team or just absolutely not take on any risk because it's draft capital equivalent or whatever the case may be. Like, that's the kind of stuff that I want to capitalize on. So yeah, you see uh, you see a thread on Twitter about and, – and, and I'm not saying I don't like Swift or Connor or Pollard or Warren or Hollywood, whatever, right? Like, I'm not saying I don't like them. Just telling me if if you're gonna give me what is currently market value for these kind of guys, like you take them, you assume all the risk, you assume that they don't go out and, you know, try to become Alvin Kamara in Vegas, right, and do something stupid or get hurt or or whatever the case may be, you assume all the risk and I'll take the, the liquidity, right, the flexibility, and then, when I'm ready to buy back in, it's probably about the same price, right, or I'm buying somebody else that's equivalent in my book for cheaper, and I still come out ahead. So, yeah, all those non-essential uh, like pieces, right? Like, I probably wouldn't move Hertz, CMC, CD, AJ Brown, Puga, DJ nah, Moore. None of them. Kelsey. Kelsey's like value is so depressed, too, right now. It sees what those running like. backs, those Hollywood Brown types, fuck yeah. 
So, I mean, I'm so I would sell him. I will say I I personally think like it is league specific. There's probably certain leagues where guys right now um, in your league may pay market value because there's some name. You're probably even even for that to be the case though. You're probably running out of time. Like the rookies are inserted into sleeper now, right? Like we're gonna see the youth movement really start to really steamroll like as soon as the playoffs finish as soon as that like uh this this week honestly when you're just the super bowl left you're gonna start seeing the rookies take up to the senior bowls here um yes so i think that man the answer probably is to wait until like if there's a rare scenario where you can sure move them but i also don't want to give my hand away like i don't want to put all these guys on the block right now then to get you know chirps and everyone knows what i'm trying to do and now when free agency happens you, you maybe don't have as much buzz. People may forget about it, but I'm probably waiting until free agency happens to really start pushing this onto people. Like if someone's somewhat interested, if any, if there's any hearts on any of these guys, by, by please explore the offer, try to move them. But I'm probably waiting until free agency and seeing, you know, DeAndre Swift's back in Philly or he, whatever the new situation is and try to move off of that buzz. Because outside of that, you don't really have much that's going to happen as far as, information that's going to help boost these players so i think right. when free agency kind of comes and goes and when these guys have landing spots secured whether that's staying where they're currently at or they move elsewhere that's probably the time to move nick if you're going to try to do the uh you know the old consolidation in this uh one quarterback shallow league personally that's my opinion yeah and, and to your point too right d bro's in the chat too right when he's down at the senior bowl and he's tweeting out all his uh observations Right now, his dope ass articles doing his great ass content on it, and like I'm sitting here with the mindset that I've been through this cycle a billion times in Dynasty, right? Like I know how this goes. Don't get overhyped, Mike. Don't get overhyped. Don't fucking you're doing it. You're fucking doing it. All right. I succumb to this shit all the time. Not saying it's not right, right? But this is all we get to talk about, right? Nobody's yeah. talking about how good Tony Pollard looks in an off season workout right now. Right? No. no. And, Did you see this dude bench press 350? Oh, Nobody gets crap. shit. Right. We also, I mean, there, there's reasons for all these guys to – people aren't going to be that interested for all of them right. for their own reasons. Um, I, I think I think you need the – actually, it's kind of what I said. Debra put it in the chat. Yeah, I think you need the free the free agency buzz. I think that's your best, like, um, news outlet source that's going to give you any type of little quick inflation in price. That's – probably the best chance and time to do it Ooh. yeah especially with those running backs too like think about the last year's cycle right yeah miles sanders one of the biggest selling points a lot oh, of people man. had on miles sanders was well look at the contract it was the biggest free agent contract he, a running back got he secured the best one they said right all and it was <laughs> it actually he did it was just that he was terrible right it was it's the best time to move him. but yeah yeah if you would have moved him off of that news you would have been like <laughs> i can see you my, ap- my apologies, Simon. I'm out here for leaving the first question off. I had it starred. Anyway, 10-team, Superflex, start 11 lineup league, half PPR, no tight end premium. He's got Allen, Hurts, and Purdy. Is it too much invested in QB or keep hoarding? So I'll just tell you this. 10-team leagues, There's you can kind of forget the whole lifestyle. All right? That's one of those things you just you, you, you pack your bags. The, the, the lifestyle brand of QB hoarding doesn't really work in 10-team. The only way it would is if you had like a stranglehold on the elite elite guys. I'm talking you had Allen Hurts and Mahomes, and maybe you could move one of them. But it's just not as um, easily done. The scarcity does not exist. Just you know, think about it from a number standpoint. It just doesn't exist. If you have ten teams to get two, you're at twenty. Everybody could have three, and you're at thirty, which means 
even if someone has a quarterback three that's gross, it's still a starter in the NFL, like just by average, right? So it's not the same as in a 12 team where you're past the starters. And in a 14 team, you're at 42 all of a sudden. It's The scarcity drastically changes from 10 to 12 to 14. So in 10 team, don't keep hoarding. Definitely don't. I, I'm fine in Superflex having Allen and Hurts, though. Like having two hammers in a 10 team is not a bad thing, right? So keep those. I, if you can move Purdy, great. If not, you got your quarterback three. But don't keep investing in the position, as I think the best way I could say that. It's also not like super pertinent, right? That <clears throat> right. Purdy has to be the one that gets moved. <laughs> Correct. Um, Correct. Somebody wants to give you a stupid haul for Allen or Hurts, <laughs> by all means, entertain it. Let's go. Especially if it lands you in a range of a player in a 10 team that really matters, right? You get into that elite receiver, CD Lamb, you know, Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson, Puka, like those kinds. I let the quarterbacks, even the elite ones like those, go, and I go, well, I'm just going to roll out whoever's left and Purdy. This is going to be my. <laughs> my 10-team super flex lineup, and then I'm just going to find some third quarterback, you know, that's dirt cheap, that's a starter, has a little bit of certainty. Um, but, yeah, if a, if a Purdy deal is available where you can even get, like, a flex-ish option at the skill skill position, i take that, right? Yeah. Just because it doesn't matter too much in 10-team super flex. Yeah. I, think, I wouldn't hoard them, for sure. Yeah, I think, I think the thing, if you're going to move, though, the thing I'll say about Allen and Hurts, right, like you have a stranglehold of the elite one. So it still matters in 10 team, even to start 11, because you want to have, it's all about having the hammers in a 10 team league. Now, if I'm going to, I will, I'm with Mike, I'm going to move them, but just make sure if you're going to move off of those guys that you're getting back at a position somewhere, a hammer. And that's where it's probably harder to do necessarily because in 10 team, everybody else wants to, st- to stack the skill players and they can find replaceable quarterbacks elsewhere. So um, I'll absolutely move them, but just make sure you don't like, don't move Jalen hurts. And in the process, you're getting a Christian Kirk, like, or, uh, you know, d- don't do that. Make sure you're getting a, a stud, a hammer back, man. What's up? Listen, D bro, just here, just like poking. He's <laughs> like, hold up. Mike just said, Puka. Love it. I, where are you at? On, where are you at? Where okay. you at on Puka? By the way, I, I've dropped my priors. Okay. Drop my priors. I've just accepted this guy's fucking good. There you go. And especially when we did uh, 4D and started looking at some of the advanced uh, fantasy points data suite. Shout out to them again. Just on that. Just how fucking great he is against zone coverage. Boys, a, boys and a the menace the NFL, for zone. The NFL is going to so much more zone coverage when they yeah, play they're, defense. It's like they're leaning into why? it. Yep. Exactly. I don't give a fuck that he's. I mean, he was decent versus man. Let's not act like he was ass. Okay. He was he was okay against man, but against zone, Jesus Christ, <laughs> Jesus, sign me up, man. Like I'm just gonna let go of the priors. Uh, this is uh, I'm I'm on the other side, um, just not as long as the Amon Ross St. Brown thing, right? You remember that? Had a great finish, and then people still knocked him, yada yada yada. And I like I bought into Amon Ross like right away. One because I loved him. That was my Puka Nakua for for Debro, right? That was my Puka Nakua, like. Fuck that draft capital sucked for him, but you know what? I'm still drafting him. I don't give a shit. We're going again. Yeah. Yep. We're going again. So that's the when he started producing, I was like, oh, let's go, man. Stop disrespecting this dude. Yep. And then like it still continued, even after he's out there producing, people are like, DJ Chark just signed. That's gonna kill Amon Ra. The fuck it is. Get out of here with this nonsense. So I don't want to be that person. I don't want to be the DJ Chark guy. All right, D bro. So. Here, end of season, playoff dominance, it's done, okay? 
No more mm-hmm. puka disrespect for me. That dude's in the elite tier. You know what? Let me just make sure. Let, let, let's do a little test on this. All right. Um, we're, we'll give a we'll give a little. What what do you call that? It's a uh, a preview, a freeview, freemium, a freeview. Yeah. Like, uh, let's see where you at. Where are you at on him? Let's do a little reveal, right? A little ranking. Yeah. Where are you at? Where you got puka? I don't know. I haven't updated him in a few weeks. Okay. They, they are, I was looking at him today talking to Eric on America's Game, and I'm like, fuck, these are outdated as shit. You need to update them? All right. That's yeah. all right. I know you'll do it. So let's, uh, I'll tell you what then, even better. Let's put them on the add, spot, man. Add the rookies in, right? Add the yeah, rookies true. In. Um, okay. Incl- well, let's include the rookies. So, real quick, I'll just tell you, I have him right now at wide receiver six in Dynasty. Okay. So, you said yours are outdated. So, let me ask you right now. I'll just give you – we'll do a keep trade cut with Mike. We'll, we'll make him yep. the AMA. All right. Justin yep. Jefferson, you're taking yes. Jettas. You're taking Chase. You're taking CD. Yes. Are you taking Amon Ra or Puka? I will take Amon Ra there. Are you taking Reek, Tyreek, or Puka? I will take Tyreek um, in most situations. Right. Okay. There's some teams where it's – Tyreek's probably a stay away. Like like we talked about earlier, league specific. I'm like, ain't nobody gonna fucking buy Tyreek for what I should sell him for, right? But yeah. All right. Let's talk about AJ Brown now or Puka. Puka, sorry. sorry Let's AJ. go. That's where I'm. That's where my cut is too. All right. Let's bring sorry. in the rookies now. Marvin Harrison or Puka? You're taking Harrison. The I'm only assuming. the only rookie I'll put above him is Marv. And not not neighbors either, right? Yeah, but like okay. him, Marv, Amon Ra, Tyreek, uh, those guys will all be in the same tier. Okay. I'm actually. I mean, I'm with you right now. I'll take Marv ahead of him. I'll take those those guys. So he'll he'll move to seven for me. Um, I, right now, if I'm like looking to compete, I'm gonna take Tyreek because I think the upside is tremendous. But I, I, for me, just so everyone's clear, he is very clearly in the tier two for me and dynasty receivers, just behind Jefferson, Lamb, and Chase. And yeah. if you wanted to get bullish and put him at like wide receiver four, I'm not gonna fight you. I'm really not. Nope. I wouldn't argue with you either. Like, if that's what you want to do, by all means. But th- they're in a tier where it's like personal preference, like just kind of where you're at, where your comfort level is. But right. it's a lot higher than where it used to be, Adam. Right? We didn't even have him on a ranking sheet for like three weeks. <laughs> yeah. Even though he's out there shitting on the entire league. I'm like, eh, it's a flash in the pan. Hey, Adam, why don't you take my puka and I'll take your Quentin Johnston. And, you would do uh, you would do that you would do that for me? Are you sh- hey, are you sure? Mike Mike I, can I say I when I look back on it I would, I will admit that like I was being nice. I was like, "You know what? You offered it to me 3 times. I'll take 2 because like I I can't live with myself if I took all 3. That would just be you're like full of shit. criminal. You weren't that in where you're going to do all 3. Don't don't keep it 100. Right? No, I'm I'm That's keeping cat. it 100. I'm keeping it 100. I I did you a big favor by not hitting that damn third that you damn did do third one. I know. But it wasn't out of the kindness of your heart, asshole. No, it, I mean, well. I didn't let you win shit OG league. It was somewhat out of the kindness of my heart. It was terrible for me. Like, it was a dumb decision to not hit that third one. Honestly, Mike, I, I was sitting there thinking, you know what? I should take this. The reason I won't is because if somehow I'm wrong, and let's say Quentin Johnson goes bananas, like, I, Mike's going to be insufferable. But had I taken the third one or not, it wouldn't have mattered. So I should have just hit the damn button. Let's call it what it is. And, and two, I mean, when we talk about ranks before people, like, <laughs> rip rip my shit apart for this. This is a good point. I, he he is. Go ahead. Sorry. Before we talk about it, though, like, I'm uh, I'm really of the opinion I, I'm a big tiers guy, right? Yes, agreed. Like, if good I time. put him in a tier, it literally means that I may have a preference, 
but like we trade within a tier right maybe i have a preference for a guy at five versus uh the same tiers also has a guy at eight okay i got the guy at five you have the guy at eight and you come to me and you're like let's do a one for one swap i go nah like my preference is the dude i already have you know like Mm. i will give you a third round pick (laughs) say less done like that that's how close like razor thin yeah i'll take any like fab on top whatever like you give me a plus if it's in the same tier i make the move so um kenneth says anybody playing a home dynasty league i have Dak, watson kyler and the 101 people rather play position players in the super flex than trade for a qb i mean so well to answer the question yeah i play in like i don't know i think i play in two home dynasty leagues i'm sure mike plays in some we all we all playing in home dynasty no no home leagues you don't have any home leagues really just uh, the only home league i have is redraft interesting it's that 10 team antiquated bullshit that I oh, you have a t- wait. You have a ten team. Oh my gosh, ten team redraft, yeah. man. That's no wonder you hate ten team. You have a ten Dude, team redraft. It's the it's the OGs too, man. These dudes have been doing it for thirty plus fucking years, man. No, I, I respect started it. When I was fourteen, so I respect it. We, I would we say we never get any more. We always we always fill the uh, the out the uh, the outdated ones. It was a couple years ago. I got them to move from ESPN to Sleeper. Big W for me. And then it was Huge. last year, not this last year, in twenty two. I got him to go from standard scoring to half PPR. That was the biggest jump we've made. Wow. <laughs> Look at this guy, and yet, man. And yet, like, they have Getting no Getting him to concept. evolve with the times. They have no concept of fucking half PPR. And uh, Adam, I finished <laughs> dead fucking last in this league. No. Again. No. Yeah. No. It's oh. horrible. I'm fucking terrible at redraft home league. I can well, then, win all kinds of tournaments. I can place well in underdog basketball. I can fucking win dynasty leagues left and right. Straight up redraft just doesn't, it's not your cup of tea. Can't do it. Can't I, I think I would do well in just straight up redraft too, if I wanted to. Um, just because like some of my dynasty teams, that's just kind of how I play, right? Underdog, yeah. basketball, you know, kind of the same principles. But for whatever reason, this is my fucking kryptonite, man. Like people... <laughs> I, if if you remember, Adam, I was making fun of people because it's a half PPR, right? Just vanilla half PPR. People taking tight ends in the first and second round, just fucking hammering Kelsey and Andrews. And I'm like, oh, look at these idiots. You know, Patrick Mahomes is going in the first. I'm like, I'm going to fucking kill these guys. Nope. <laughs> Dead last. Dead fucking I don't. I give up. We are off the rails, I, and I absolutely love it. Uh, Kenneth. Uh, here's what I'll say about the home dynasty league. Mike doesn't actually play one. I thought you at least played one. I, that's just my bad. Um, I, this is what I would say about home dynasty leagues. South Harmon is my home. There you go. Well, if that's the case, you play in a whole lot of uh, home dynasty leagues, buddy. About okay. 40 of them. Uh, th- you can't uh, – when you say that last part, right, people rather play positions in super flex than trade for a quarterback, what I can tell you about home dynasty leagues is they – the market – can really, really, like drastically be different. So when you play in leagues that, with people that have at least a few dynasty leagues under their belt, let's even say they only play in two or three, but they play in different ones, they understand the markets, you'll see it a lot closer to what standard market value would, would be, right? Or what people predict is this guy's worth this amount of whatever. A lot of home leagues, man, they, you can get to the point where it's just so drastically different that it's almost like playing in like a rec league. Like I would equate it for me in basketball. If I went to play when I was like in college and played at a rec league, like sometimes the mo- the like moves you go to make, they won't the, the the defender will end up being in your way because you're used to, you know, on a crossover, he he's going to bite on the first move. Well, he 
didn't bite on the first move, so now your crossover, he's just in your way. Like, you, you can't predict it, honestly. You just have to see what the market does. If they're willing to do that, you just have to hold here. Like, one thing you have to do is eventually you'll, you have to establish the alpha and make the people, however long it takes, realize, oh, shit, like, he's got all these quarterbacks and we are playing, you know, Hollywood Brown in the flex. We're going to be the ones that get screwed in the long run. So even if you have to hold for a little bit longer because the market's all messed up, you kind of have to establish the alpha. Don't cave just because the market's all messed up in your league. I think that's the way I would kind of say it. I, I love that too. Like that analogy about rec leagues too. I Once upon a time, Adam, I used to play uh, I used to play video game professionally, right? Oh, yeah? Um, you know, played in big international tournaments. You know, okay. Traveled to do it. And it was kind of the same thing. When, we, when you play in the tournaments, like you – you're fucking locked in, right? It's strategy. It's like every move is, is calculated, right? And you you can hold your own there, like, pretty well. You go play in, like, a public match, like, just online in your free time. Yeah. And, like, some of that shit, just throw it the fuck out the window because you're like, why the fuck are you there? Like, why, why are you right here right now? There's no logical fucking reason for you to be here in my e- way. Exactly. Yes. A hundred percent. That's exactly right. It's like... This just doesn't make sense. And sometimes you just have to realize like um, some people are going to be hung up on their specific player more so. Some people are going to be hung up on whatever their priors are and it may not really reflect what market is. I think the best thing I could tell you in a home league is as long as that's the case until they start shifting, just keep extracting value. And eventually you'll have so much of it that people aren't going to know what to do. That's yeah. the way I would tell you to do it. Yeah. 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 Yeah, skeleton. <laughs> All right. Professional. Once upon a time. Kyle on YouTube. I like this. Kyle on YouTube says. Kyle? 10 team, Mike, your favorite. Superflex, half PPR, start nine. Uh, He's got uh, AR, Goff, Bijan, Brees, CD, Aminara, St. Brown, Puka, Alave, McBride. He's got Kendra Pickens, QJ Wicks. Uh, 101, 103, 104. Any suggested moves? I know it's early, but if using the picks, what's the best value at the moment? Okay. Well, first of all, Um, in 10 team, you're taking Marvin at 101. Don't do anything else for me personally, even in half PPR. Uh, Kendra, Pickens, QJ, Wicks, like those are all liquidation for just whatever. Um, yeah, if you can move them, move them, yep. Yeah, if you can move them, move them. If somebody will give you a second for Kendra, do it. If somebody even gives you close to a first for Pickens, I do it. QJ, fucking give me a bag of rice. <laughs> Wicks, 10-team, super flex, start nine, fucking irrelevant. I mean, yeah. I love the guy for best ball. I love what he did this year, but... You know, like I've seen people be like, go buy him for a third. Fuck that, man. I'll sell you for a third. I'll give you, you give me a fourth in this format. Yeah, in the, in the 10-team format, he's, like, even if it if it kind of really continues to upswing for him, like he's he's going to end up being a, a like dead position. Like he's not going to give you any plus versus flexes in this right. type of a format. So especially half PPR. Quarterbacks don't matter as much as we touched on earlier, and you got a great one in AR anyways with yeah. a high, high rushing floor. So at the 101, like this is Marv. This is Marv, no doubt. You see what the 102 does. Um, if they if they take Caleb, Jesus, like, thank him. And then you take the next best wide receiver, whether that's Neighbors or Dunze or whoever that guy may be come that time. And then at the 104, if you really feel like it, you could take a, you know, a Drake May, uh, Jaden Daniels, like one of those guys as your, your QB3. Or if you wanted to, this is one of the few ones where I, like, buy into the hype a little bit. If Brock Bowers got the draft capital, that's like one of the things where you go, okay, maybe. Now, I know you already have McBride, but you kind of put a little bit of pressure on people where it's people who got Sam Laporta feel good. 
People who got Mark Andrews feel good. People who got McBride feel good, right? The person who has Brock Bowers is going to feel good about their tight end. And everybody else is going, I wish I could do better. (laughs) I really wish I could get somebody that was a little more sexy. Yeah. I mean, when I look at this format too, so start nine, you you can start four receivers basically, okay? Because you're going to have the two, the super flex and the quarterback. Take those out. You take the tight end out. You're going to have probably two running back spots. So you got the two flexes and the two running backs that you could, uh, I'm sorry, the two flexes and the two receiver spots. Four receivers here. So you got CD, Aminara, Puka, Alave. I personally think, like in this one, what I'm probably doing with the when I look at your your team, I think the perfect scenario for you is if you go 101 Marv, like Mike said, if 102 is end up ends up being Caleb, fantastic. If anything, Mike, in this format because it's 10 team, if I was gonna take a quarterback, I'm gonna probably take the upside of Daniels and Daniels. hope that the rushing upside can outweigh it. And I know I have Goff as my safe quarterback, and I have AR, another high-end upside quarterback. I'm, I'm really shooting high-end in a 10-team. So I would probably get uh, Marv, 101 definitely. 103, I'm probably going to take the next best available receiver, uh, neighbors, whatever. But it, and then you could continue to stack the receivers if you wanted to get a Dunze as well. Um, i probably just let – Bowers, you're going to have to flip. So you know your market better than me and, and Mike. If you can flip them, take them. I'm probably just going to take the two receivers, or if I, if anything at 104, I'll take uh, Jaden Daniels and just try to get like two huge rushing upside quarterbacks in AR and Jaden in my lineup. That'd be pretty tits in the 10 team league right there. Yeah, I get behind that AR and Jaden Daniels. So that that wouldn't be too bad. Yeah, in a 10 teamer. Then you had Marv, marvelous Marv, Maserati Marv <laughs> to CD Amon Ra Puka. <laughs> Child, please. <laughs> Dude, there are some comments in here that are absolutely off the rails. I'm, I'm well, loving. It's, it's Wednesday, man. What do you expect? No, I mean, I, I'm just, I, I expect this. Um, Dr. B. Harris is wanting to know about the Savage promo code for his team review, or better yet, does Mike still have at least $40 bills of mine stuck in the couch somewhere? Listen, I gave out so many dollar bills at the expo, it was probably mine anyways. <laughs> saying. Oh, my goodness. Um, <laughs> the... <laughs> Dr. B, we, we may be able to hook you, uh, Savage people up with a little promo code. Probably we'll something. discuss it. Have you been uh, good this year? I, I don't know. It's Do, only been a month. We didn't, I had this up briefly, and then we hadn't got a chance to discuss it. Uh, okay, so he gave up I'm, uh, I'm He gave up Anthony Richardson for Mandrews, Rasheed Rice, and 225 first. Are we good with that? It was Superflex start 11. Quarterbacks are now Hurts, Burrow, Levis, and, gave, and also gave Deshaun for a 25 first. So he re- received for for uh, Anthony Richardson two twenty five first Rashi Rice and Mandrews. Basically, you got four first value back. I can get behind that. I'm I'm definitely in, man. Especially knowing you have Hurts and Burrow, like yeah, I'm I'm yep. great with it. Um, I can get behind that, and you just roll Levis out as your your third quarterback. The only one like the Deshaun for the twenty five first, like I'm kind of in Deshaun buying mode just because he's less than a twenty five first on keep trade cut. So mm-hmm. I'm like really seeing if people are doing it. For the most part, in the leagues I play in, most people have told me to fuck off by countering with like, yes, add your twenty five first as well as the the one ten that you're offering, you dick. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, <laughs> you ain't going for it, so pass i was just throwing it out there as a feeler right keep trade cut isn't the bible but you know every now and then somebody looks at that shit and they believe it so you're talking about sunk cost fallacy uh for everybody still on the yeah. deshaun watson yeah. thing yeah i'm with you I, I don't have a problem with it I, what what i'm the reason i say that is because knowing you got those other two 25s so you get this 
assuming you have your own, you're at four now. So if you're going to try to leverage for the idea of getting some pretty like early 25s, giving yourself some chance there, I love it. Um, go ahead and keep leveraging, buddy. Do that. And Deep Sea is in the building. What Super chat. Uh, part one. And we haven't seen part two yet, so this could be a long one. But Super Chat, you pay to play, you're in. Part one, 10 team. Oh, man, Mike, your favorite. 10 team Superflex start 10 PPR. Scott Hertz, Anthony Richardson. Everybody's got a rich today. Russ Pacheco, Spears, Alave, Smith, Ayuk, Addison, Tankdell, Ingram. He's got a 24, 103, 104, 107, 109. He just traded 101 for 103, 109 Dell. Did I trade light? Mm, I think okay. so. It's Hertz, AR, Russ, Pacheco, Spears. Okay. Oh, so you got all those pieces back, though? So we got Dell. He got 103 and 109 for the 101. I'm good with it. Are I'm you? I'm actually good with it. Yeah. Okay. I, I know a 10-team, like the 101, I'm just penciling Marvin, just like... Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's almost Marv. ain't even pencil. It's like it's pen at this. It's point. It's Marv versus one hundred three, one hundred nine, and Tank Dell. Yes. Yeah. No, I'm still good with it. I think okay. I'm good with it. I'm taking the one and I'm splitting it up into, you know, an Indunze type at worst case scenario, right? The one hundred nine, be a decent enough pick, like probably a flex worthy player down the road, and then Tank Dell. I'm gonna kind of let my priors go and take Dell too. That dude really did produce. So I don't care that he's tiny. He did his thing. So, I mean, I'm fine with it. I I personally, this is what I would say. Like, is this going to kill your team? I'm not going to say that. But for me in a 10 team, especially like seeing what you have, right? So you got Alave, Smith, Ayuk, Addison. Um, now you got Tank Dell. Solid. A bunch of very solid guys. But what where this team could really like get over the top in a 10 team start 10 is add that like big punch, you know? And I think if I was going to give that punch away, I would like to probably have extracted something that wasn't the 109 as the third piece because the 109 in this format, not that it's not good, but I don't really need to add Keon Coleman to all this, this, these guys here, right? So now I feel like I have to take that piece and try to trade back up. And I know in a league format like this, it's going to be a lot of people trying to tear up as opposed to tearing down. So that's the reason I say that. But what if that 109 and Spears gets you into a different type of RB conversation, right? when you want to compete it could i mean i'm not even saying that you can't again find a way to make the values work for me i just know that like this market because it's 10 team start 10 lineup it's going to be everybody wants to consolidate so if i'm going to do the opposite of that i want to make you really feel it and i know 101 if they're giving you 103 109 in dell today they're giving you more in march they're giving you more in April. That's just the way I kind of look at it too. So, it's, it's, Debo it's, brought up a good one. What about like Devontae in the one hundred and nine? Does that get you into a different wide receiver tier? <laughs> I would say it does. I mean, I would say it does too in a lot of formats. But I don't know this. I don't know your market. I just know that in ten team markets, a lot of times to get put it like this in a ten team in a, in a lineup, uh, ten team start ten. Mike, you know who's going to go at one hundred and one? All it's not the quarterbacks. Probably it's going to be like Justin Jefferson. That's what, like, Marv is basically 103, 104 in this format in a startup. Okay. That's part. That's partly why I'm saying it. It's actually not that you can't make this trade work. When you, when you say that I trade light, I'm not saying you can't end up having a very good team and make this trade work for you. I just would have tried to really press them to trade you for more. 
that's that's i'm just that that's my personal opinion um but if somehow like someone at, if at 102 because it is still super flex if at 102 all of a sudden caleb goes and you get neighbors here you could end up you could end up being fine so i, I could see it either way i just know in this in this type of a league consolidation is what everybody wants to do so that's my that's my only like reason i'm saying that hero gotcha. says uh you could trade 109 and smitty for puka and something yeah i mean i would i would that's the, that's what you have to be doing though i think that what mike and yeah. debro are talking about is now taking what you've extracted right taking these three pieces and now you got to figure out a way to kind of make the puzzle pieces back up into consolidation that's what i think you should be doing because when i look at this team right like it needs it needs a little punching power i think at the receiver position there's very good ones but you want to have at least one maybe two hammers so if you can find a way to do that with some of these picks that's the type of move you got to make now that this is already done you can't you can't undo the trade anyway so now you got to just try to find a way to consolidate he had a, a second super chat too oh shoot to the original my bad, Deep Sea. Another one. Having 104 was a big factor. 101 and 102 are taking QB. Whoa, really? Wait a minute. There's no way. I mean, if that's the case, brother, you, you destroyed this trade. If you know factually 101 and 102 are quarterbacks, so I don't know. I can't hit this button enough. If you know that 103 is Marv, that's craziness. Absolutely banana season. And we're talking about home leagues and, you know, playing wreck and that kind of shit. You can't account for stupidity in your leagues all over the place. If that's the direction they're locked in and they want to go quarterbacks, they love Jaden Daniels, they love <laughs> Caleb Williams or Drake May. <laughs> it, it, <laughs> Thank if, you. If that's the case, man, it's, it's crazy. I, even if you were getting, let's say, Malik there, and if it was neighbors or this, whatever you think wide receiver two is, I'd, I'd be a lot more okay with it. So I'm so with it. So to this man. part, let's, yeah. let, let's say it happened. They take one and two, take quarterbacks. I'm hammering fucking Marv, and I'm hammering whoever the wide receiver two is. Yep. Neighbors, Dunze, et cetera. That's where I go. Your, oh, your roster's good at quarterback, so. I think actually, wait a minute. As I read this through now, 101, is 101 and 102 on the same team, and they're going to take a quarterback, meaning that you'll get neighbors? Is that what I'm – is that is that is that what I should be reading this as? Well, or, he's saying – th- He's saying he has pick three and four, right? So he's Correct. asking, should he draft QB three? Which would assume that one, one, and one, two. Oh, no, you're right. Should I draft quarterback? Yeah. quarterback? yeah. I would say no, honestly. Let me go back to his team. You got Hertz and you've got AR? No. No. And Russ as your third. Yeah, oh, you're good. Keep Russ as your quarterback three. And I'm taking Marv and Malik Neighbors. And it, I'll laugh into the bank. And. Everything I said, you could throw out the window because you know your league, and that's crazy. Good for you. Or Roma Dunze. Or Rome, sure, yeah. Whatever you think wide receiver two is, I would agree with that. Yep. It was, we just, uh, Fizzle and I did America's Game with Eric, and we sat through some some mocks and just kind of spitballed. <laughs> wow. If we, these cra- mocks happened. Is this not crazy, Mike, in the 10 team? Yeah. But that Caleb's going 101 and quarterback two is definitely going 102? That's wild to me. They may have terrible quarterback rooms. I, I guess that would be the only thing is if that team doesn't have Hurts and AR, their quarterback room is just completely devoid, and they're going to go for that. Yeah, their QB one could be Jared Goff or Kirk Cousins or Derek Carr. I don't know. Could just absolutely be terrible. I get you. I get you. All right. Yeah, we're cooking. If that's the case, man, that's ridiculous. Steal. Well done, Deep Sea. Um, well, money, money, well, money. well done. 
Yeah, if everything I See? said you could throw out the window because you know your league. That's the difference. I got your back, Deep Sea. <laughs> Don't even. This guy talks so much shit to Deep Sea throughout the year. Um, all right. Well, I mean, after you you spank his ass in the championship, you know, show him who's still daddy of best ball. Give him his little you now you're giving him his crops that it's off season. I like it. I mean, like he gets a sucker now. You know what I mean? <laughs> so dad, dad had to punish you and put you back in your place and let you know who the man of the house still is and now we can go off for ice cream. All right? Good. Wipe the tears off. Let's go. I like it. We're going off for ice cream. All right. <laughs> Trip Crown says is asking if if Anthony Richardson is established enough to not take another qu- quarterback. Genuinely wondering. He's talking about if this is a 12 team league. Um I think that actually 4D is coming out tomorrow if you haven't heard it. If you're a patron, you got the chance to listen to it early. 4D coming out Friday. Um, Mike starts off, and we, we we did some pretty deep diving, Mike, on the uh, the fantasy suite, right? Yes, we did. Yes, we did. And I will say this. Uh, a guy who, as a rookie, first three games starting in the NFL, getting acclimated before he got injured, before he got banged up, and he did get banged up in uh, week two, right, and missed the uh, the last part of it. But yep. uh, 21.9 fantasy points, 17.7, 29.6. That's a three-game sample size, kind of like Puka where I just go, fuck it. <laughs> right. Even though this guy may have question marks about whether he can develop as a passer and can he be accurate, I heard all the same shit about Jalen Hurts, and uh, I was a Hurts hater, Hurts denier for the longest time. At some point, you just go fucking for fantasy purposes. If he develops as a passer, holy Santa Claus shit, do I have the ultimate weapon. But the way he is right now, yep. Going into a second year, Michael Pittman Jr., Jonathan Taylor, that offensive line, that coaching staff and Shane Steichen, who's don't, fucking don't, amazing. Don't sleep on way. Steichen. You guys saw what happened in Philly now when they lost him, right? Oh, man. So, and that team looked very, very, was very, very competitive, not just looked, was very competitive down the stretch with Gardner fucking Minshew at quarterback. So, yeah, Anthony Richardson established, especially if you're just looking at 24, for sure. No question about it. Uh, I had a very tough choice in that startup that we're in with Deep Sea, where yep. I'm going fucking Justin Jefferson or Anthony Richardson, like, who do I take? Yeah. I ended up going Jefferson, but it was a tough one for me. It really was. I'm like yeah. back and forth. And Adam picked two picks later, and he was hoping A. Rich was going to make it. Unfortunately for him, it did not. <laughs> yeah, I got sniped. Thanks for making me relive that. Yeah, I think I would just say this about Anthony Richardson, right? Um, from the rushing standpoint, like this is a guy that had a floor of 40 and 40 yards and was getting like a touchdown or two every week when he was healthy. Um, like he, he has a lot of the traits as far as a runner that Jalen hurts does. And that Josh Allen does as far as like goal line scoring. Um, but also when you look at like historically the quarterback position and rushing, Anthony Richardson has a chance to get to ranges in rushing yards that those guys don't because he's such a like freak as far as fast 40 times. So his rushing upside, because he's like penciled in with the first round draft capital he has and the Colts are so invested in him. He's going to score fantasy points when healthy. Could he get hurt again? Yes. His style makes that absolutely be on the table. But he's one of the guys that I think without even being the greatest passer, which I still think is in the range of cards for him. Like that's in the range of outcomes that he's, he ends up developing as a passer. He's going to be great as far as fantasy goes and points per game because he's just going to run and run 
score touchdowns, yards, highlight plays. Then you put in the arm, the the opportunity he has to show off his arm. He's got a lot of arm talent too. People don't really necessarily realize that. They just see sometimes the stats of him as a thrower and think he's terrible. He's got a lot of arm talent. He's just a little raw and he's some development. But he could be special, man, special. And keep it real. Like I understand the injury concerns, but you know Justin Herbert definitely doesn't play like Anthony Richardson. That fucking guy's been hurt multiple, multiple times over the last couple of years. True. Broken ass ribs, <laughs> fucked up finger. Like, this dude is always getting bagged up, but I never hear anybody go, well, what about Justin Herbert's injuries? Ooh. Right? Debro cooking. Debro cooking. Took him at QB5. I love that. Like, that's about the range I probably have him in a tier. Um, but, like, he's, he's go got get your guy. Upside, right? Yeah, exactly. And especially after diving into that 4D episode. Like, that was a fucking eye-opener for me. Adam. Yeah. I don't want to spoil it too much. Make sure you're tapping yeah. into that Friday. But, yeah, I'm with you. It's that, good it, stuff. It is. It is. And again, I can't. I can't shout out fantasy points in their uh, data suite enough. That's a fucking incredible tool. It really is. They got a lot of good stuff in that thing, man. It's you know how many so times stuff with info. Look, if they can, if they can make that mobile friendly, like they can get like an app or something, like we can really do it. I will spend hours on the shitter at work, not actually doing my work job. <laughs> Here's a good one, Looking Mike. At data. Would you in a uh, twelve-team superflex start eleven lineup league? Give Jefferson, get Puka and 225 first. Done. Uh, love you, Jefferson. But Bye. Yep, no question about it. If I, it, Here's the thing. Like in this format, if I'm going to get rid of Jefferson, someone's got to come correct. This is this is fine. This is more than correct, buddy. You're giving me, yep. you're giving me a, a top five, six receiver that could give you high-end warp upside already. So I'm, I'm fine there. It's a tear down for me from Jefferson. 225 first here you go like i'll take i'll take that down tier pretty easily right yep yep no question about it 125 i might have i might make them think and not i might not take that necessarily i'd consider it i'd consider it i probably wouldn't put it through 125 in a lineup i'm like okay how good is this right (laughs) like uh is your team ass (laughs) is this gonna be top half or bottom half if it's bottom half i go you gotta come with more Right. Exactly. But, uh, top half, I might uh, strongly consider, but two of you them. Get, you give me two twenty fives. Here you go. You have. You are now the proud owner of one Justin Jefferson. Right. Enjoy yourself. Yep. 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 Uh, let's see here. We got some other questions popping in. What do we got here? Uh, okay. A ton. Chat popping. I feel wide, uh, wide receiver production is so spotty outside the top six, seven guys. I'd like to roll out five Devontae Smiths, and I've been successful. That's a reasonable strategy, right? Now, there is some absolute fucking hammers, right? Warp graphs will tell you that. You go look at, like, what CeeDee Lamb and Tyreek Hill did this year. CeeDee Lamb, well, actually, Mike, if you put it like this, Tyreek Hill for the first half of the season, like, won matchups by himself constantly. Second half of the season, CeeDee Lamb did the same thing, right? Um, So that speaks to the upside of the ones that are penciled in. Now, I agree, though, with the point of uh, uh, the spottiness outside of that range because, Mike, if you were to look at the second half for, like, even A.J. Brown, who was, you know, in most people's God-tier type range, yep, did not give you what you were thinking. Even Ty- Tyreek didn't necessarily give you what you needed down the stretch. So there's nothing wrong with, I think, in in a league that's not like really super shallow. Even then, you probably could get away with, you know, rolling out the Devontae Smiths, the Brandon Ayukes, the the Michael Pittmans, the guys like that, right? 
Uh, once I get my rankings updated, I'm going to have right around 20 wide receivers in my tier three. 20. I'll tell oh, you what I have. Second. I have 23. Without, without, without rookies. Without rookies, right? Without adding a Dunze and neighbors. And Marv already Keon is going to be Coleman ahead of that. Yeah, neighbors Coleman and Rome. It's a great landing spot. Adding I Mitchell, which I saw in some mock drafts to like Kansas City, like that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. It's a big ass tier, right? Yep. So you can be extremely, extremely effective trip crown if you go like I'm going to forego the elite wide receivers. Like I know <laughs> there's going to be times where I'm upset because Puka Nakua just went off for a massive game, or Amon Ra did, or Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, you know, Marv, etc. But goddamn, did DK Metcalf had a game? <laughs> DJ Moore had a game. You know, T Higgins had a new yep. situation, had a fucking game, had a monster game. So, yep. like, there are times where like that is very, very effective, and it's it's effective because the wide receiver class just seems to get deeper every single year. Not not the wide receiver class just of rookies, but just the wide receivers as a whole, right? Because yes. every year too, we also have these guys where it's we wrote them off. Right? We wrote Keenan Allen off. We wrote fucking Mike Evans off. And all of a sudden you look at warp charts and they're like, these old fuckers are top ten. <laughs> right? Like, I bought them for a second. Look at me. <laughs> yeah. Like, they're equal in what somebody paid for an A.J. Brown. You know, what somebody paid for a, a Devontae Smith, a, a Jalen Waddle type. And I got this fucking dude for a second. Right, <laughs> like, right. I mean, it, that that's um... – I think to the to the position as a whole, right? I think the position is going to be very up and down, just the, the nature of it. Even the guys that are really, really great, they may have a week that's, you know, outside the top 15, 20, and we're not going to bat an eye because they'll probably have a great week, you know, the next week or the following. But because it's so volatile, like there's nothing wrong with saying, I'm going to have, I'm going to hit you with five of the top 20 type receivers, Mike, like you said, the top tier three guys. So, um, nothing wrong with that at all. Here you go, Mike. Actually, real quick, before I pull this up, we were just talking about how team reviews, we put a time on there and said we're probably going to under-promise, over-deliver. I just looked at, happened to look up, and we're over an hour, and it doesn't feel like we've been here hardly at all. We're having a blast. We'll keep going. We got questions. So just well, what we but do. To the, to the wide receiver point real quick, right? Yeah, go ahead. Like, go ahead. A couple of years ago when I was really diving into best ball, uh, I put together that best ball spike week consistency week sheet. Right. And when we did the roster construction series with Scott, like we brought this thing up about how uh, when you identify the correct running backs, they're they're pretty consistent week to week. Right. There's not a lot of variance because their touches are kind of baked in. But even the elite wide receivers, they kind of have these these flows and spikes. Tyreek Hill, CeeDee Lamb. All right. I'm just going to read you finishes per week throughout the entire season. Oh, boy. This is going to get ugly. Tyreek Hill. Right. You talked about early was dominant. Right. Yeah. So one. 33, 4, 38, 3, 3, 3, 4, 14, 2, 1, 5, 37, uh, 16, 28, and 10. Okay. Wow. Now, you had multiple weeks, even when he was blowing up early in the season. He's wide receiver 33, 38. Now, just think about that in the head-to-head format that we play. That means, like, he, he wasn't even a fucking wide receiver three for your team, right? Like that, That's exactly what I'm saying. Somebody was keeping you yeah. with, with some turd, okay? And, like, and Mike, when you when you name that, you're going to do CD next, but Tyreek's about as consistent of a hammer as it got last year. And you just named off the, how many wide receiver three weeks, right? 
Yeah, these are he had uh so he didn't even crack it. Four weeks last year, plus the week he was injured in week fifteen. Five weeks. Six weeks if you count his bye week. <laughs> Tyreek Hill didn't do fuck for you. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Didn't there do fuck for you. Okay. In in reality, if you weren't a top thirty six, top twenty four wide receiver in my opinion, like you were just a replacement like holding yes. the holding the line. Right. You Correct. get above that. You're actually helping me win fucking ball games in head to head. Correct. Formats. Correct. CeeDee Lamb, to your point, came on like gangbusters at the end, right? But 32, 8, 46, 24, 42, 11, 1, 1, 2, 16, 24, 4, 16, 15, 11, 1, 2. Now, CD, though, the second half, the crazy part about CD, Mike, I will say, and this the is the fizzle. Half of the season. Let's throw fizzle in here. Let's throw fizzle up, man. Before I go to Jake, don't worry, I got you, start. I'm coming right back to you. Don't, don't, don't lose me. All right. CD go. Mike, what you just mentioned though, CD didn't leave the top 24 for how many weeks in a row? That's what make that. That's honestly special. Uh, from week six on. That's crazy. That's actually crazy, man. That's really crazy. Something that we hadn't seen in a while. A long while. If I go look at the 22, uh, the charts of the elite guys, I guarantee there's not one that looks like that. That's actually crazy, crazy. The consistency and the upside. I'm, I'm glad I am glad I just got CD after Chase and Jefferson in my startup with Mike, you know? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, uh, Justin Jefferson had uh, 12 above average weeks in 22, right? Wide receiver one. Uh, yeah, there's... There's like 86s, 50s. I was gonna say, is, 64, didn't he, 77. Wasn't, wasn't two of the first three weeks though really bad for Jefferson? And uh, he was week one stud. he was number one overall, but yes, to your point, week uh, two and three he was 43 and 77. Right. That to not leave the top 24 is nuts, man. Um. Anyway, Jake, uh, Oral, did you want to keep going on that point? Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, just that uh, inherently, even the elite wide receivers, other than Seeding Lamb in the back half. That was something we hadn't seen in a while, at least from since I've been tracking the data on weekly finishes uh, for best ball purposes. Something that was kind of unheard of. So inherently, the wide receiver position is pretty volatile, even at the top. Um, it's just it's less volatile at the top than it is in that, you know, let's say like eight to twenty-four range. Yep. The eight to twenty-four range is just like kind of all the same dudes, and it's just a matter of like who who has the spike week. You know what I mean? They're equally volatile, but some of them actually win weeks. So uh, when you're looking at wide receivers, yes, to, to the original point of trip crown, avoiding that like top tier if you really want to, Yep. and just grabbing a bunch of those mid guys, if you can roster and start them, that's a big thing. If you can reasonably start them, right? If it's a start fucking nine, okay. <laughs> it's a different story. Yep. Right? yep. You probably don't want six of those fucking guys if you can only start four on a weekly basis. <laughs> That's not a good strategy. Right? You're wasting spots. But uh, if you can start them, yeah, having five of those dudes, not the worst thing ever. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think it's, I think it's a strategy that can work if you, as long as you have, if you're hitting them with depth, like if you have multiple of those guys and you can start them all, that that can pay off just as much because a lot of those guys too can have top five wide receiver weeks and if you hit that in numbers in the same week it's gonna be hard to beat you. Uh, okay, but I guarantee so, nobody who had Ceedee Lamb in the second half of the year was like, ah, you know what I really want? Multiple dudes in that fucking <laughs> ten to twenty four range. Nah, you were gonna probably have a hard time getting that trade done, buddy. <laughs> it's like kiss my ass. I'm just starting this dude every single week. Right. 
Lineup, uh, lineup 10 team, Mike. Start 10, Dynasty. Superflex PPR, no tight end premium. You, they're switching to Superflex after the 24 years. So this year, they're going to play the, the one quarterback, um, and then it's going to Superflex. So he traded for Chase, gave up the 102 and Alave. No chance to get Marvin Harrison Jr. and stacked the quarterback with Lamar and Stroud. Did I overpay for Chase? Mm, nope. I don't think he did. Mm-mm. It seems steep. In a 12-team Superflex League, that's a fucking overpay. In a 12-team, I wouldn't have done this. Correct. In a 10-team? That's a massive overpay in a 12-team. In a 10-team that is currently one QB switching after 24 to Superflex, nope. And you're and, not getting Marv? And you and you already are kind of set up pretty well with Lamar and Stroud at uh, you know two guys that have very high upside in the 10-team Superflex. Nah, I'm good with this. You, you ba- so, Mike, it's basically like, and the way I look at this is pick your, you know, whatever quarterback you want in Alave or neighbors in Alave for Chase. I'll take Chase in this format, starting 10. Yeah, I will, I will tear up to Jamar Chase. And it's this a, is coming from the guy It does kind of go against the thing we just kind of really hammered into, right? We do, it goes against possibly having, you know, two of, the, two of the top 25 versus one. But I also think in, a, in this type of format, when you go, when you have a chance to get a guy like Jamar Chase, when it feels somewhat light, I think you just do it because it, there's going to be a time that comes down the road where you can extract more out of him, right? That's the that's the way I look at it. Jake, next time do that for CD. Look at Fizzle Boy. <laughs> oh shit! Simon says, "Can't wait to get a review." Appreciate it, Simon. Go check it out. Let us know what you think, and we'll have your uh, your review coming soon. Um, yeah, I, I'm good with that though in that in that format. All right, I'm looking. James says um, I'm looking to move up to 102 to get Marv. 101's hurting for quarterback, so I'm confident uh, that he'll be there. Okay. 12 teams start nine, half PPR. Waddle and 104 too much to offer to move up. I don't think so. 12 team though is tough because that's you t- that could end up being Jaden Daniels and Waddle. That could end up being yeah. Drake May and Waddle. We've had so many ten team questions too. <laughs> yeah, get your mind out, get your mind out of the ten team gutter. Get it in the twelve team. I, I think I would do this if if you let me answer the question this way. I don't have enough context. If your team can afford this type of an up tier, I know it feels heavy. I'm okay like locking that in. This is probably about as much as I'm willing to pay. But you'd have to make sure, like, I would, in order to do this trade, Mike, I have to feel like I've got a very good team and base already established, right? If I have that, I will do it. If not, like, if you need a lot of depth, I, I don't think I can make this move, frankly. I'm going to go, uh, man, what's that guy's name who was on America Idol? Randy, uh, what's his last name? Randy, I don't know. You see the gif all the way. I I'm sorry if I'm fucking up his last name. They say it's Step Brothers too. Like you, you can't not get Randy's autograph. Oh, you're not gonna not get. Uh, oh God, what is it? Um, I know. Th- I'm such. This a is really bad. But anyways, I feel like him. Uh, that's a no for me, dog. <laughs> like, I'm okay. good. You're out. I'm gonna hold Waddle in the 104 here in this format. <clears throat> yeah, I, I think I'll and answer. And it's half PPR too. It's half PPR. I know. The the thing about half PPR though, even uh, let me just say it this way. I get you, but it's also like. The warp line for me is a big difference. Like, I've actually seen some of these half PPR warp lines where it looks good. The thing I'll say about this, this comes down, if I'm going to say no, I need Randy Jackson. Yeah, that's pretty bad, guys. Come on. Fucking damn it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Steve. This comes down to Waddle for me, Mike. 
There's because keep trade cut will tell you all this stuff you can get for Waddle and rankings will tell you this, that, and the other. I'm kind of when I say yes, like this is of the mindset that Waddle is trading in the value for me where he's much lower and I can't actually extract like Jalen Waddle value in like draft capital or some other receiver. That's part of the reason I'm okay doing this. Like I'm really not that high on Waddle um, relative to what his like dynasty price is supposed to be. And if you can actually in this league, James, find a way to get out of Waddle for, let's say he's realistically in that like a lave type range or anywhere near that, I probably wouldn't do this because that's a lot of, of value. But I, I kind of think more often than not, Mike, I can't get much more for Waddle than I can Tank Dell. And that's kind yeah. of where it's, for me, I'm okay doing it, knowing it's a little bit of an overpay, but I'm going to lock up Marvin. He probably is going to trade in the range of those elite, elite receivers off the jump. Okay. <clears throat> for me, I, I don't, well, I couldn't pull the trigger. It's also start okay. nine. Start I mean, nine. I'm, I just, sometimes I go get it. Sometimes I go get it. You definitely go get it, right? Just like your uh, Patrick Mahomes trade. There you go. I like that. You know, as, as, Coming from a guy that's never missed a trade in his life either. I love that one. Strategy question. When making trades, do you think about whether or not you make the other team better for contention? Or do you only think about if you're contending or tanking? I, I give zero fucks about the other team. <laughs> well, <laughs> Is that cold? Is that cold? I don't give a shit no, about I don't. your team when we're making a trade. I don't think it's cold. I mean, it's real. I will say, uh, highly detailed this week, I'm going to actually kind of touch on this a little bit. So um, if you haven't tapped in, we do have, if you only come to our YouTube stuff, we have a podcast feed, which has some only podcast um, episodes. Mike has the Spotlight series. So if you haven't checked that out, you got to go check that out. We have so many people on there. D-Bro's on there. We have all kinds of people that Mike interviews and talks about how they got into the space. Fizzle's in there. Everybody. It's really good stuff we have some some spotlight uh the spotlight series highly detailed some only podcast stuff you could check out there i'll say it this way by and large like you should be looking primarily at your team right so to mike's point there are going to be times where i have to trade with an elite contender if it's good for me like I, i know it could be good for them that's okay i'll make a trade like that now there are times where you may have to, it's probably in the minority where it's like, all right, I don't know that I want to feed this guy um, who's already a stud, someone really great, but it's going to be more often than not. I don't care what I'm necessarily trading to that person. If I'm getting back what I want, right? At the end of the day, all the trades should be, you're only taking it because you're getting back what you want. So I think that's where in overall, like outside of very rare scenarios, I'm with Mike. It's I'm, the reason I'm making this trade is because it's better for me in the long term or the short term, whichever way. Yeah, some trades are going to be beneficial where the other person is going to get you know better too. But I'm I'm looking at my team when I'm making trades for the most part. Uh, let me ask you this, uh, Mystic Flame: When you get your tax <clears throat> refund, you know, here in a few months, do you care if it made the IRS worse or not? <laughs> do you care what their balance sheet looks like? You do <clears throat> not. Well. The- the, the the reason I, I understand the question and like, you know, you don't care because in in this league though, you may have to go play that and you want to make sure your team's better. But at the end of the day, it comes down to variance. And if you have, a, uh, if you feel like you've assembled a great team in the playoffs, it's whatever happens in that week. Anyway, it's not typically 
it's down the list as far as things that I'm going to care about, right? If I'm making their team so ridiculously much better. If I'm I'm getting something back, if I'm going to pull the trigger on this trade that I like, right? That's the other part. I interrupt this program too, just to say that I just watched Wemby catch a pass in the jump ball circle, take zero dribbles, and dunk it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what, a, what a fucking freak. <clears throat> that guy is, uh, it honestly, like, you know, you know how, like, back in the day, you might create a player that's just, like, cheat code type stuff? Like, he's the real-life version of that. The craziest thing you've ever seen, just... I don't even think they let you make that, right? Like, 7-3 was the cap. Yeah, like, there was some... some At a certain point, you get to, like, 7-6 or whatever, but, man, it's just... That guy is... Uh, he's different. It just It's all different, yes. Um, it's like KD if he was 7-4. Right. Even if there's not basketball fans in here, just watch some of it because you're going to be like, what the f- – is that an alien? Well, the thing about That's it is – the thing about it is it, it's also that when you watch him, for me anyway, like you can kind of see how raw he is, how incredibly like slender he is. He doesn't even have to bulk up too much, but like you see what he could get to in that frame, and it's honestly just something that you – you you really can't imagine it. Like it's you have to use your imagination to even think of what that could look like. It's ridiculous. Nuts, nuts. All right, <clears throat> what else we got? Nucking futs, buddy. Um, Nucking futs. All right. If I had the one hundred and two and someone offered me that, I would accept immediately. All right. I must have missed a question. Must have. Uh, let me see if I can find it. Can you help me find it? Do you see it? Hmm. One on one trade for. Oh, I see. This was this was Trip Crown's talking about the James uh, the James Jones thing. I think right. Uh, Talking about this here. Oh, okay. Right when he's going up to get one hundred two. Actually, one other thing I was thinking about. Um, I I didn't say at the end here. James, I'll I'll be honest with you too. You don't have to do this right now, and I probably would make sure that like if I make this trade, if I'm going to pay all this up. Like I, I want to make sure that I'm getting the person I want to get to. So I might try to wait until the actual draft, and it's like, okay, I know for a fact Marv didn't get sniped, and it doesn't mess you up because you're paying top dollar, I think, frankly, um, given how the class is going to continue to get buzzed. 104 is not some slight pick. Just subbed LFG. Let's go. Appreciate you, Jake. Appreciate you. Ooh, uh, if there this? is a super team uh, in the league, you need to think about it, I think. Yeah, there, there, that's what I was going to say. There's rare scenarios where <clears throat> like, I might think about it a little bit, but by and large, I'm looking at my team first and my needs and what I need to get. Uh, I'd say that, that Simon, I don't disagree, but it's going to be pretty rare. It's, it's going to be more down the line that uh, like infrequent that I'm like, okay, maybe I don't want to feed this guy something crazy. Yep. But there, there's probably some rare scenarios. Oh, let's see. Okay, what if you're getting draft capital? Uh, okay, what if you're getting draft capital and make their team that much better? Devalues the pick, right? Mm. I see what he's saying. <clears throat> That's actually a good point. I do. I, Bargustus, I'll be honest. I've That was something I should have talked about. I, I do that quite frequently, right? If I know I have your pick and I'm betting against you, like I don't want to start tossing you warp guys, right? You I'm trying to make that pick. Guesses. You got us. You got me, Bargus. Right. Because that is, that is built in, like, when I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, if I'm making a trade with you and I know I'm going to make you better and I'm getting your first right back. I'm this is one of the rare scenarios that uh, definitely gets to that. I was trying to yeah. not – I wasn't trying to give away a lot of pieces of the episode, damn it. But there's also some, too. Like, it has to be to a certain extent, too, Adam, because there's a lot of deals where I'll send them where they <laughs> think, like, they're getting a nice contending piece. And I'm also going, like, if you're fucking wrong, buddy. Like in inquiring this, 
Like, I'm also banking that you're an idiot, and I'm gonna. This pick's gonna be good. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like, okay, for example, if I'm hoarding picks, okay, let me, like let me give you like clarity on this. What this would look like? I'm betting against a team, and I know that right now they're like a they're almost guaranteed to be top three pick. They're they're just that bad. What I don't want to do, even if I'm getting down the road draft capital and I keep wanting to bet against this team, I don't want to throw them Tyree Killer. I don't want to throw them one of these warp difference makers that all of a sudden could make that pick 105, right? Like okay. now all of a sudden, yep. that's where like you could end up kind of hurting yourself in a way, right? In the short For term. Sure. Yeah, you got to bake that in then to the, the <laughs> value, how you're doing. Yep. Start valuing that pick as 105 instead of valuing it as 103. Exactly. And in a lot of formats, if I can just make you keep you at the bottom, I'll just keep you at the bottom uh, when I can, especially when I have your pick. Okay, let's see here. T-Rock. This time last year, I thought Caleb was consensus 101. What had, what has shifted uh, it to being more of the consensus 101? We... All right, so Marv is the consensus 101 in certain league formats, okay? When you mm-hmm. say consensus, like by far and away. Yeah. I will say in normal 12-team super flex leagues, 14-team, 16-team uh, if you're a fucking animal, uh, the majority is probably still going with Caleb. Now, the only problem with Caleb is we do this shit a lot with prospects, a lot. You know, I can point to multiple interests in instances where this happened. So last year it was C.J. Stroud and the fucking S2 score. Uh, the Justin Fields draft, uh, we talked about this on America's Game. Didn't he have uh, epilepsy? Uh, like, that was a fucking Correct. concern. Correct. Like, this shit gets brought up in the pre-draft. The thing with Caleb is he's had some, I'm not going to say red flags, because that always sounds, like, fucking horrible, right? He's had some concerns um, from people, right? Like, the reports had come out about, like, he wants, like, partial ownership of the team. He's got a list of teams that he wants. And if you really look at it, it, like, came from his dad, and it was kind of misquoted, and it wasn't official. But then the news takes it, and the Twitter blurb comes out where, like, Caleb Williams only wants to go to fucking Kansas City or whatever the fuck it was, okay? Some of that got misconstrued. Then we had moments during the season, like, you know, we we play fantasy football, which is interesting because we're we're very – you think of fantasy football as like a masculine thing, right? <laughs> like it's football, it's fantasy. It's mostly made up of fat dudes who look like me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Not the most masculine. All right. I may have a beard, but I'm beta as fuck. All right. There's things that come out about Caleb Williams that people are like, oh, see, that's a red flag. Like I've seen the fingernail painting. Like that's a thing. Cole Beasley's out here fucking tweeting about it for whatever god awful reason. He had the uh, the big loss where he's up there uh, with his mom crying, and people are like, oh, "I don't like my fucking players crying." This is the shit we do. This is we tear these fucking kids down to shreds. Like this is the season where we have nothing to talk about. So you're starting to see some of that shit creep in, where it's becoming like Marv or the 101. I will say this: I talked with Eric about it on America's Game, and uh, Adam brought it up a couple weeks ago when you did it, Adam. There are certain scenarios where, based on my team fit, okay, I may have Anthony Richardson and Lamar Jackson. I may not be able to quarterback hoard, right? Nobody's going to pay me fucking full value for Caleb. I can't trade back. What's my pick going to be? What's best for my team? Marvin Harrison, right? But there's also a majority of them, probably 60% plus, where it's like Caleb Williams is the 101 for me. 
I said it on America's Game, just breaking down our 4D episode too, Adam, that based on our kind of our, our 4D rushing upside kind of a episode mm-hmm. that we did that mm-hmm. comes out on Friday, Yep. there's a scenario, right, where I might move Jane Daniels up with, like, really good draft capital. Like, who's your 101? Jane Daniels fits my team better. Like, I need a fucking quarterback who's got a high floor year one. Jane Daniels or Caleb Williams. So... While he's still the consensus, I will say in 12 teams. In 10 teams, I think that's probably shifted. The consensus is going to be one, uh, 101 is going to be Marv right off the bat. Certain scenarios in 12 team, it's going to be Marvin Harrison Jr. and Adam. And I would say in 14-team leagues, there's very few scenarios where a 14-team Superflex league is going to be Marvin Harrison Jr. It's going to be fucking Caleb, slam dunk, home run, knock it out of the park. So... That's the best way I can kind of explain it, too. People are, are really tearing him down for a lot of stuff, and it's just going to continue. We're going to see this shit throughout the draft cycle. Now, I so, yeah, I, I know there's definitely some stuff out there. And it, it, I think there's um, – we see this with guys that are near the top a lot. Like what Mike's kind of hitting on is like a, in a way it's like prospect fatigue in a way. Like we've seen him be so high. People are looking to nitpick. There's some of that. Now, to me, I think the biggest reason – and what has shifted that now Marv is in the in the consensus 101. 10 team, it's definitely Marv. 12 team, I think a lot of times it's actually Marv um, for most people. Now, definitely in 12 team, there's enough scarcity to where you'll see Caleb. I don't, I'd be interested to see what the ADP ends up shaking out. I think it's going to be closer than people think on this. I think you'll see Caleb still go at one. I think you'll see Marv go at one, depending on team needs. To Mike's point, you get the 14 team, it's just quarterback. Think about it like this there's two big things, I think. Mike kind of already touched on one, but what did we just see this year? We saw the quarterback position as a whole not score that well. Like really to the point that people are thinking where they value quarterbacks overall in Superflex. Trevor Lawrence's, all, all these guys down the list. So it's the position as a whole. I think, Mike, what's interesting, I don't think people will talk about this enough, but it's the same thing that happened for Bijan last year. Not to the same degree, but people were like, that's just not the position that guarantees you should be the 101, right? The position got devalued. I think the quarterback position has been devalued in 12-team leagues. And if you look at a lot of warp charts this last year, we see that blue line. And if you know, you know, that blue line is the receiver line. It might be the entire time at the top. And what do we know about the two of these guys right now? I think, Mike, even you and I, as much as we say Marv is not like guaranteed to be the greatest, if you were going to bet which one is going to be a better like positional difference maker, Marv or Caleb, I'm betting on Marv. It's not even really that close. I'm betting Marv is closer to the top of like dominating or in that like elite potential scorers than I would Caleb. And it's not a bad thing about Caleb. Caleb is going to have to, the way his style is, be a very, very, very good passer to be a difference maker at the position. So like that I think is a – piggybacking kind of adding points that you didn't necessarily touch on i think that's a big thing for the reason the consensus has shifted some good stuff buddy and then too like uh blue lines blue chew both making rises <laughs> blue chew well, baby blue chew shout out to blue chew if you'd like to sponsor the shit show <laughs> blue chew i'll be an ambassador and plus i'll use your product blue chew we chew you you know <laughs> <laughs> if you know you know if you know you know oh shit Go ahead, my guy. I gotta Tiger mute myself. King. I'm trying. Tiger King, uh, twelve team, super flex, start nine, half oh. PPR, 
No tight end premium. Drake London plus the 109 gets you to what pick or player? Mm. Ooh. All right. So let me just keep it at wide receiver quick because yeah. uh, that one's easy for me. Um, if I'm in the, I would say, A.J. Brown, Amon Ra, Tyreek, Puka Nakua, Drake London in the 109 definitely gets me there. Um, I think even in this format, like if I'm on the other end of it holding one of those players, I go, and maybe just because I love Drake London. Uh, if you'd like to go outside of that, uh, quarterback's a little bit like sketchy, right? People get really like, mm, these are mine. Fuck you. There's no quarterback coming back, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but running mm-hmm. back, if you were a super contender, like you wanted to contend, dude, if I hold CMC, I just came off a title and somebody's like, I'll give you Drake London in the 109. <laughs> love you, CMC, but peace. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Jameer Gibbs, I love that fucking guy. See? Let's go. Phone call Adam. Let's go, baby. Late night <laughs> calls, you know? Call that a Please late night call. Jameer Gibbs. Like, I'm, I'm pretty comfortable sending them away for this uh, this package. Um, as far as draft picks, with the format, Adam, could that package get you to the 103? Like, the 103 kind of feels like that would be doable. Maybe. I mean, I would I would be comfortable doing that, I think. I don't... If you were the 103? I would be comfortable taking, like... I'd be comfortable going up to the 103 for this. Um, like, I, I think... He, here's the thing about this. In, in this format, right? It's half PPR, and it's start nine. So, like, if you have the 109 and Drake London, like, I know what you're trying to do. Like, in, in best ball, I'll take the, the two pieces and... I like Drake London's possibility of resurging and, you know, especially becoming maybe more of a difference maker at points per game. But right now what we've seen from him and what we're guaranteed in half PPR formats, he'll probably look in most warp leagues in this. I play in one like this, Mike, where he's in the flat tier, right? He's in the flat tier in the blue line. And then you're adding the 109, which right now, although we could see that be a great player, most people don't feel, you know, as rosy. They feel like they might be getting two replaceable type players that have more, like uh, value per se than they do scorability. So this feels like um, one of those where the value is great, but in this format, it might not trade up as much as you think. I I think though that's where it's tough because Mike, if I could get the one Oh three, I think I'd probably go ahead and do it because I'm locking in either Marv or one of those quarterbacks. I really like, I'm comfortable with that in a 12 team super flex star nine. The problem is like, I don't think I want to most times if you're going to receiver, like how high up receiver would you have to go to really send this? You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I don't, I don't know that it, it would get done, and I almost would rather just hold. I gotta jump into that like Tyreek Hill, Amon Ra, Puka. Yeah, if I can get into that tier two, right? Because this is a very much of a tier three guy. If I can get to, yes, Puka Nakua, Tyreek Hill, Amon Ra, St. Brown, I'd do it for receivers. If I'm getting you know Chris Olave, I'm not doing it, right? You know my love for Michael Pittman Jr. <laughs> not doing no it. Fucking way, I would do this. Would you do it for Garrett Wilson? Nope. Exactly. Nope. Exactly. Nope. And I just took Garrett Wilson very high in that stuff. And you just took but, Garrett Wilson ahead of uh, A.J. Brown. Yeah, you guys don't fucking believe me? <laughs> Trade me uh, in that startup, right? <clears throat> Deep Sea, come hit me up. Right. <laughs> Trade me the, the pick that'll be Drake London in the 109 for uh, for Garrett Wilson. I'll send you that shit all day. <laughs> I'm with you. Yeah, I think I – think, um, so to answer your question, if you can get as far as in a pick range, if I could get to 103, maybe 104, Mike, would you do that? Or would you would you rather hold on that scenario? 104, no. 103, 103 yes. yes. I'm 102, with you. definitely yes. If you can get 103 or earlier, I'm in. If you can get, yep. 
you know, Puka Nakua range, Tyreek Hill, Amon Ross St. Brown, like that type of a receiver because it's a difference maker, I'm in. Um, and I fucking love Drake London too, man. So I'm, I do, I'm really excited. I am too. For this year. I think that, and I think the reason I say that Tiger King is in this format, playing in, in a couple of them, it might be harder to get done than you think for these two pieces. So I would just say be 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 prepared and okay, comfortable holding and letting that 109 pick value really build. Um, and on the clock, it might be something you can move these two and package up for something totally different than you can right now. I guess it's kind of the way I would I would view that. Yep. All right. Last question. We got to get out of here. Mike Scott, we're over an hour and a half. Holy crap. I shouldn't even take one more. We'll do one last one. All right. One last one. James Jones is back. 12 teams, start nine, super flex, half PPR, full PPR for tight ends. Ken Walker and 201 or Sun God? Sun God. I'm in raw pretty easy for me, man. Yeah, that was a home run slam dunk. I good way, to, good way to end this one, right? That's pretty easy for me. Adam, you and I, you know, we love to pull what's called the ATM. <laughs> Leave it all for open, see what else you can extract. If somebody sent this to shit to me, I don't even fuck around. I just, <laughs> there are times, like if you're at the ATM machine, right? I kind of look at it as, all right, I'm going to pull 40 bucks out. Should I hit the balance and see if I can get an extra, a little bit more back? This one? Nah, I'm just, whatever it is, just hit the button, make sure I get the money and I'm gone. It's too easy. It's way too easy for me, man, Done. personally. Yeah. Done. Done. Done's Appreciate up. everybody tapping in. Uh, if you do want a team review, it is live now, so go check it out. Schedule your appointment uh, with who you're doing. <laughs> All right. It's not an AMA unless there's a sexual reference. I was going to say, uh... <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> but anyways, go check, go check it out because it is live now. We're incredibly excited to be able to offer it to everybody. Open, um, you know, how people's schedules work. We will get everything in as soon as possible. And uh, Eric, incredibly talented at doing these. He was extremely excited and the driving force behind it. So big, big shout out and credit to Eric uh, for getting Adam, myself, and uh, our web genius, our Koopa. savant. Koopa uh, to get this implemented. So glad we could bring it to everybody. We appreciate everybody tapping in for the AMA. Uh, that's all I got, man. And check out everybody on the South Harmon team. It's so weird because we started with just you and I in like a fucking closet, <laughs> basically. And uh, now we're out here. We're bringing Casey Kasem on. She's yeah. absolutely incredible. I can't wait until uh, we get her first podcast, YouTube drop, whatever the hell she decides that she wants to do. Yep. Uh, we got Dynasty Barry on doing analytics. T-Rock's out here writing articles. Eric's got his own show. Fizzle's about to have his own show. Koopa's about to have his own show. Holy Santa Claus. J-Cap, behind the scenes, sleepier tool. All these startups that we're doing where we're tracking uh, kickers as rookie picks, all thanks to J-Cap. If sleepier didn't exist, I got to count, and I only got 10 fucking fingers. Right, 10? Yeah, one, two, three. Yeah, 10. If you've ever seen Mike count, like just right there, you know, it's... We, we would love having that sleepier ability. We don't always have to count, you know? Fucking sleepier, bro. J-Cap, killing it. Christian, video <laughs> editing, coming up with show ideas. Mock draft mayhem isn't a thing unless Christian is part of the South Army team. So give everybody a follow. Check them out. Support them. If you love what Adam and I do, uh, we don't hire idiots, okay? We hire dope-ass people who work incredibly hard in our South Harmon team. Adam, you said it a week ago? Last yep. AMA? Last 24 AMA. 24 is our fucking year. Yes, sir. 24 so. is our year, man. Keep tapping in. We appreciate everybody. Want a team review? DynastyTeamReview.com. 
check that out. Uh, check out all the stuff we're doing, podcast feed, videos. It's only getting started just now. Uh, last little nugget too, check out the BDGE is going to have a new dynasty um, page. I'll be doing some content with BDGE, flying out every other week to New York. We're going to start We're going to start really leveling this thing up, man. And it's uh, mostly not because of Mike and I. We're just the idiots. We're the the guys that just keep bringing more of the greatness. And you, the viewer, uh, more of what you're doing. So we appreciate everybody. Before I make another sexual joke and blue chew and all that, we'll see you back here. Same time, same place next week for the AMA. We're out of this thing. Peace. Peace.